and then ask yourself how could these situations been different if you had allowed yourself to be vulnerable here we go here we go now here we go here we go here we go now let's get up in this flow with me your host Welcome back, my lovely listeners. We are on episode 25. Woo, 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 And I have turned 34 years old. So the last time y'all seen me, I was 33. And now I'm 34. Libra gang in the house. Woo, woo. Do I look different? Do I look older? Y'all tell me, be for real now. Be for real. How I look, let me know. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Wow. So the last three episodes, we did a three-part series on trust and building trust, dealing with trust issues, the roles of trust in relationships, and I want to talk about what made me think about this series. So So I was driving, right? And every time that I come to a stoplight, I have to put trust in other drivers, right? That no one else is going to run the light. Or should I turn here? Is this car that's approaching going to continue through the red light or (laughs) and hit me? Or do I trust that they're going to abide by the laws of the road, right? And it just made me think about how we have to blindly trust others that they're going to do the right thing of what they've been taught or else like how did they get their driver's license? So they know the rules. And it made me think like how can we easily and blindly trust other drivers that they're going to do the right thing and not trust others in whom we're building a relationship with. So I forgot to include that part in the series. And that was like, it was kind of mind boggling for me (laughs) when I actually thought about it. (laughs) And so that's what made me start the trust issue, the trust series and which brings us to today's episode when how the power of vulnerable vulnerable (laughs) y'all vulnerability (laughs) can be powerful and a key to building stronger connections so trust and vulnerability go hand in hand with building stronger connections, right? So we have to be vulnerable. And it takes courage to be vulnerable, but it can lead to greater trust and authenticity, which in turn builds a stronger connection. So... The first talking point with this is embracing vulnerability as a strength. 
because there's a huge misconception that vulnerability equates to weakness when, in fact, it's actually a powerful tool in building trust and authentic connections. So how do we embrace vulnerability as a strength? One way is self-reflection and awareness. So identify situations in your lives where we have avoided vulnerability due to fear. I want you to reflect on that. And then ask yourself, how could these situations been different if you had allowed yourself to be vulnerable? And also, you can start small being vulnerable, right? So share something relatively minor or less emotionally charged with someone you trust, like a close friend or a family member. And with this being said, why is it so hard for us to be vulnerable with our close family members? Now, this is something I've been working on too. So, but it's, it's, I guess, because of what I said earlier, because it's it seems like a weakness, but it's not. And it's okay to start small and just start expressing bits of vulnerability in those conversations and see see what happens. See if the conversations go to the next level with that close friend or that family member. And then you can gradually... Like once you get past that uncomfortableness of starting small and stretching outside of that comfort zone, gradually work up to more significant and sensitive matters and see see what happens with the relationship. You'll build stronger connection. The relationship will become stronger. And... Vulnerability is not only about sharing hardships, but also revealing authentic emotions, dreams, and desires. Like a lot of times we struggle telling a friend or a close family member that we love them. But who's to say that that family member or yourself will be here tomorrow? will be here within the next few seconds. So why not be vulnerable in expressing your emotions or your dreams or desires? And in fact, I found a powerful verse in um, the Bible in the NIV, and it's out of the book of Proverbs, verse 11 and 25. And I love Proverbs is just the book of wisdom. (laughs) I I absolutely love Proverbs. I don't know anyone who doesn't love Proverbs, you know, who's who's a believer. But it says a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. In the context that I took and the understanding that I took 
from this verse. And I could be wrong, you know, but this is just my from my own understanding. In the context of vulnerability and the power of connecting through it, this verse from the book of Proverbs carries a profound message. It highlights the idea that when you open yourself up and connect with others through vulnerability, it's an act of generosity and emotional refreshment. Just as a generous person prospers, meaning that they experience abundance in various aspects of life. Someone who refreshes others through their openness and vulnerability will also find themselves refreshed. By being emotionally open and authentic, you're not only helping yourself by creating genuine connections and understanding with others, but you're also giving a precious gift to those you connect with. This verse also emphasizes the reciprocity in vulnerability. As you offer emotional refreshment and understanding to others by showing true self, you too are refreshed. It's a reminder of the beauty and strength in allowing oneself to be vulnerable and how it can lead to profound connections and emotional well-being. And so we talked about fear in being vulnerable. So let's talk about how to overcome the fear of vulnerability. Let's identify our specific fears. So pinpoint your individual fears related to vulnerability because once you've identified, you can work on addressing these fears specifically, which is less overwhelming than dealing with a generalized fear. And also, we want to practice self-compassion and self-kindness. Because often the fear of vulnerability arises from self-criticism and judgment. So let's treat ourselves with the same kindness we would offer a friend in a vulnerable situation. And we also want to establish boundaries because these can often, when we are vulnerable, Sometimes it can be taken advantage of and used against us, men and women alike. And it can be manipulated against us. But be open to it. Because as you break down that wall, you're opening yourself up. And it's okay if it does we do get taken advantage of and we do get manipulated. Just know how to handle the situation. But you can also establish boundaries. And it's actually essential to setting boundaries when you're being vulnerable. And understand that we control the extent of which we reveal our emotions and our personal stories. 
So express your boundaries in a clear, respectful, and assertive manner. So with this with this episode, I want you to look at vulnerability as the light switch in a dark room of connection. Let's imagine ourselves in a dark room and you're trying to connect with someone. It's impossible to see or understand each other fully in darkness. This darkness represents emotional barriers and walls that we often build around ourselves out of fear. Now picture the vulnerability as the light switch on the wall. When you summon the courage to be vulnerable, it's like flipping that switch and suddenly the room is flooded with light. You and the other person can see each other clearly, flaws and all. And the light reveals the beauty in your authenticity and the depth of your emotions. It allows you to understand each other better and connect on a deeper level and navigate the room of connection with confidence. Just as the light dispels darkness, vulnerability dispels emotional distance, fostering genuine connections and understanding. (sighs) Let me know what you all thought about that episode. Make sure you follow us and as a birthday present to myself or as a birthday gift to me from you all, share out the Flow with Joe podcast. Share a clip with someone from social media. That would be greatly appreciated. And that would be a lovely, lovely gift. So please follow Flow with Joe Pod on all platforms and make sure you hit that follow button wherever you are listening to your podcast and also leave a review. All right. Thank you for tuning in and giving me your most precious gift. And that is your time. Toodles, my beautiful poodles. <laughs> right. This part of the show is sponsored by the Flow with Joe podcast. And I want you all to go over to Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, and purchase my new children's book, Tooth Fairy's Legacy. This is my baby. And I hope your children will enjoy this book as well. It's for three to five-year-old children. And if older children are beginning to read, they will probably enjoy the book as well. But in this book, it teaches you to listen to your child, see your child in there and how they're acting and to validate their feelings. We oftentimes as parents will want our children to chase a dream that we want for them. But our children may have other things in mind. Are you going to support that and listen and validate? Or are you going to continue to push them in a direction that you want them to go? Right? 
So go ahead, head on over to Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com and get Tooth Fairy's Legacy. This is the beginning of a series. So for me to publish the next book, I need these books sold out so I can publish the next one. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and please share Flow With Joe podcast with a friend. Hey boys and girls, thank you for watching my mom's channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that bell. And I'll see you later. A Monday, always a Monday. Do 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 do. 4547. Do 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 do. 4547. Hey. Ha ha ha!